0: Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many loves that wonderful name? You believe singers can be in tune with the channel of the Spirit of God? Well, if you don't, you will in a few minutes. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord and one place. That sounds sort of like what was happening out here a while ago. All in one accord and one place. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, I guess I'd like to just find out before I preach, how many here tonight still believes that this is active, this scripture? So you don't believe it's passed away, it's still... All right, good, good, I just, I just wanted to make sure. You see, Satan saw a thread a thread. After this happens, he sees a thread. The Lord spoke this to me Monday. Satan saw a thread tied to the supernatural power of God that was moving in the body. That thread was tied to the name of Jesus. Every miracle that happened, every great thing that transpired was happened to that name. So then he comes up with one plan after another after another. They all fail until he finally comes up with this one. That he will try to defeat the use of the name of Jesus by using the words of Jesus himself. Now, we'll pray, and I'll let you ponder over that. Father, thank you for your love to us tonight. Oh, Jesus, it's been so awesome, your presence, Lord. We thank you, Lord. It's not us that can make this. It's not these singers. It's not these musicians. It's not these people. It's you, Lord. We want you to know we love your presence. We always welcome your presence. We need it like never before. We're fighting things and going through things, Lord, that, Lord Jesus, we don't know how we would make it without you. You send your presence as a refreshing to help us. We thank you for it. Speak to us tonight, Lord. Open our hearts. May there be channels by which the inspiration of God can flow through us, we ask in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the saints said, God bless you. You may be seated. I can imagine that it must have been very unusual and very strange the first weeks, months, and the first few years that the church began to demonstrate such power. It must have been overwhelming in in the regions of, of the heavens that angels were beholding men as they were acting as miniature Messiahs on the earth. It must have been overwhelming in the regions of hell. As the demon powers one after another begin to make the reference and the message down to their king, which is Apollyon, Abaddon, which is Satan, as they begin to relate one message after another, that it seemed to them as if though deity was on the earth in a many-membered body. It must have been an awakening among the people of God. The demons and Satan began to think and look and ponder and judge each miracle and try to understand what was going on and how can we stop this because we've never seen anything quite like this in mass production, as we'd say. They saw Elijah do a miracle, they saw Elisha, they saw different prophets as they would do this and that, but they'd never seen anything like this. And then I imagine as the reports begin to multiply and they begin to talk and sing and try to sort through it, because Satan, as much as he would like for you and I to believe that he's all-knowing, that he's omnipotent, that he can be everywhere at one time, i got news for you tonight, he's a liar. He's not omnipotent. He cannot be everywhere at one time. He can only be at one spot at one time. He has to have help through his demons. That's right. So he depended on them as John would perform a miracle. Peter, then it would go on and they'd go to Samaria. They'd go to Jerusalem. They'd go to the upper coast of Ephesus, wherever they were. And they would come down, no doubt, and rehearse what had happened. And they begin to notice that there is this common thread. As I said, that was among them. Now let's read Acts chapter 3 verse 6 if you would. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now I want you to notice this man had been laying here for many years This man was one that Jesus had passed. He was one the scribes, the Pharisees, the temple guards knew. Most everybody knew him because he was a frequent visitor here to this place. So he was one that they all knew. So God allowed this man's particular situation to be placed there for the glory of God. Now the apostles are questioned about what happened here in verse 16. Notice their response. His name through face in His name. Now, once want you notice how it links together. It's not just His name, but it's one speaking His name with His face in His name in human instrumentality, and that's what causes the supernatural to display itself. Now, a person that doesn't have His face They might say the name of Jesus, and we know they did. The seven sons of Sceva did, and they said, in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches, and we know the end of their story. So the name of Jesus itself is not a magical potion by which people can mention the name. But here is the compact, uniform revelation of how that it works. His name through faith in his name. So it was his name. Now you imagine as the demons, they're here at this council meeting and they hear this and they run back into hell and they tell Satan that Peter and John and them said that it was his name and it was somehow faith in his name. And Satan's thinking, his name and faith in his name. How does does that work? We've never dealt with this. We've dealt with Noah, we've dealt with Daniel, we've dealt with Moses, Zephaniah, Zechariah, Malachi, all of them. But what what is this? Something has been imparted to these people that we've never dealt with before. It's actually a name and then faith in the name. I'm going to try my best to behave up to a certain spot, then from that point, we'll have at it. Now notice his name through faith in his name has made this man strong, whom ye see and know. You know yourself. You've walked by this man. You've given him contribution and whatever more, and you know this is not an act. You know this is not a put on. You know it's the truth. Oh, my. Now, watch how that he comes down and he says, Yea, the face which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of God. Look at the revelation that lays in this verse 16. So it's his name. Through faith in his name, whom you see has made this man strong, whom you see and know, yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this soundness. So now it is his name, but it's also faith in his name, but it's also the faith which comes from him. So you could say the name of Jesus, and you could have an intellectual faith in the name of Jesus, and still nothing happened. But this is the key right here. You take the name of Jesus by the faith that is in his name, by the faith which comes through his name, look out devil, Right? Now, don't you understand that's what we all long for that's what's happened to every one of us maybe one time or multiple times in our life whenever we was asking God for something and all of a sudden something in you tied to heaven and you knew it was going to happen you didn't know how you knew it and you couldn't explain it and you probably tried to share it and other people looked at you with a funny face because it didn't happen to them the way it happened to you if it happened to you I don't care what the doctor says I don't care how bad your son is I don't care how bad your wife is how mean your husband is if it drops in your heart I don't care what happens you know beyond a shadow of a doubt God's gonna move why it's his name faith in his name and the faith from him through his own name is the declared manifestation of the character of God oh Remember now we're preaching about the church This is the church That Jesus claims as his own Notice again Acts chapter 4 verse 7 When they had set them in the midst Now they, there they are They're questioning them again That goes with the same thing again And they asked by what power Or by what oh Now what's the devil The devil still ain't got it He still don't understand it. So he's having his bishops. He's having his preachers. His preachers. So try to get them to take. What in the world is going on? They have seen a power that is manifested and they've never understood it. They don't, they just cannot comprehend. And they're trying to question, where'd this power come from? But they're linking a thread to the release of this power and they found out it is a name. So they're wanting to make sure, is it the name of Jesus? Right. By what power or by what name have ye done this? Verse 10. Be it known unto you all unto all the people of Israel. That the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whom ye crucified. Whom God raised from the dead. Even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. Did you catch what he said? The Lord. He identified his name and his person. Listen, he says by the name of Jesus Christ whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead even by him. So they was representing him by the use of his name. Now here he says his name unlike any other thing. They were used to all kinds of great rabbans, and they were great used to great men, rabbis, this and that and the other. And they would speak their name. Devils didn't fall out. They would speak their names and devils wouldn't leave. But there was something different about these guys. They were using the, the name of Jesus, what they thought was a carpenter. But they didn't realize this was the Father God's name. This wasn't just the name of the Son. It was the name of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. They didn't know it was the name of the Holy Notice in verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Not Paul, not Branham, not Reagan. It's still the name of Jesus. Oh, I know there's some of the poor ignoramuses around this message that want to say the new new name of God is William Marion Branham. Oh, you just have to listen to that chatter, chatter, and feel sorry for him. You can say, William Branham, all you want to, the devil won't leave. You can't cast out no devils in the name of William Branham. We don't baptize in the name of William Branham in the name of any other man. Oh, you say you baptize in the name of the man, the Lord Jesus. I'm baptizing in the name of God when I baptize in the name of Jesus. Amen Hallelujah Notice in verse 17 but that is spread no further among the people. Now watch, they, they, they finally got this thread and they've got it honed down that there is a power in the name of Jesus, but they're not sure how this power is gonna relate. They're not sure if the common average person can get it and it will turn their Jewish kingdom upside down. Is it like a potion? Is it just certain people that use it? But there was one thing for sure. They did not want the name of Jesus getting among the people. Well, hallelujah. But that is spread no farther among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man, what? In this name. In this name. Now the thread is becoming more understandable that they have identified there is power, there is deliverance, there is salvation. In what name? The name of Jesus Christ verse 18 and they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Gamaliel no sir in the name of Jesus so Satan has now found it so now he has found that there is power in the name of Jesus just to teach in the name of Jesus people were getting healed Amen. They didn't just stop them from having a prayer line But they said you've got to even stop talking about him Because we've heard those people getting set free Just by hearing teaching in his name So there was a power in his name Oh glory to God So Satan now finds the avenue By which the power of God Through the manifestation of his name is revealed And that is the name of Jesus They still don't understand it's the Father's name They still don't understand it's the heavenly kingdom name they do not understand it so Satan must find a way to try to defeat this power so what will he use he'll use the words of the Lord Jesus and with the very name himself he will try to use the very name himself Jesus he'll use his words to defeat the name Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Now these aren't the words of Peter. These aren't the words of John. These are the words of who? Jesus. Oh Lord children, you're talking about a sly enemy. Do you understand there was no concept of Trinitarian doctrine in the Old Testament? Where did Trinitarianism ever even come into view? It never even come into view until the New Testament. Amen. Praise the Lord. Where did it come from? Where do they try to base it? On the words of Jesus himself. Now, who would be more convincing that you'd say, Well, I'd rather do what Jesus said than do what Peter said. Hallelujah. I'd rather. So what did Satan do? you talking about a cunning deceiver that he tries to take the words of the Lord Jesus himself and base a Trinitarian doctrine. And Jesus knew that he would do it and said it thus. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Right. So travel with me now. What we're going to do is we're going to go to Carter County Bank or wherever you bank, okay? We're going to walk up to the teller and we're going to say, we well, would like to withdraw $100 from my account or five <laughs> whatever you've got. I would like to draw $100 from my account. Okay, if they know you, aren't right, Mr. Babb, uh, Mr. Walker, Mr. Reagan, sure, yeah, sir, how are, you, how are you doing? Doing fine. Well, good, good. So you want to draw $100 out of your account? Yeah, I want to draw. Okay, so they pull up your account, make sure, yeah, you've got it in there. Looks like no checks come through. All right? So uh, we want you to please sign your name here. So they will take the form, and then you've been, you've been there and done that, you know what I'm talking about. It's not foreign, strange, right? So you turn around, and they get you the uh, pencil and the paper, and say, please sign your name here. Now, in telling you that, do you obey what they say or do you repeat what they say? So they say, please sign your name here. So do you take the pen and write, sign your name here? Now that's what they told you to do. Oh, I knew this is going to fry his hide. Woo! I've been waiting for days to do this, hallelujah. So do you actually write the words, your name here? Now that's what the teller, him or her, told you to do. Sign, place your name here, sign here, and then you write your name here, and then they spin it around and look at it and think, no, that, that's not what I told you to do. Yeah, that's what you told me to do. No, that's not what I told you. Yes, I did exactly what you told me to do. No, you repeated what I said, but you didn't do what I told you to do. Oh, hallelujah. Now you can write your name here, your name there, your name was, whatever you want to do it. They're not going to give you the money out of your account until you actually obey. Hallelujah. Until you obey what they told you to do and that is not repeat word for word what they told you to do everybody that is baptized in titles is only repeating what Jesus said do but Peter and James and John knew what the name was hallelujah so when they baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus they got the withdrawal out of the account of heaven said, do So my first time to be baptized in water, I was at 12 that broke the creek, the ice on the creek down there. I went, your name here. Probably many of you was baptized the same way. Oh, glory to God, I've done what Jesus said. No, I repeated, or my my uncle, which baptized me, did, repeated what Jesus said, but that wasn't what Jesus said. So do you repeat or do you obey? Now there is a difference. You see, the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Jesus set forth in the formula that there was a single name. He did not say in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, but baptizing them in the name, singular name, of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. your name here. I can say right now some of y'all was going to try that. I'm telling you in advance, you won't get nothing. So we're a bride to Christ. We're supposed to take on his name. And yet, we're called your name here. Many of the church people now. And they want to get on us because we emphasize and say it's mandatory that you've got to be baptized, immersed in the name of the bridegroom. Oh, Brother Donnie, why did he say it that way? Well, he knew exactly what he was doing. Now, let's, let's go another way here before we go into some scripture and some history. Now, you get getting a wedding announcement in the mail. Okay. You get a wedding announcement in the mail, Reads something like this. I wrote this down yesterday. The father and mother of the daughter would like to announce an engagement to the son of the father and the mother. The wedding will be at the Red Brick Church on the hill. I wonder how many people would show up for it. Well, first of all, unless there was an address on the envelope. You wouldn't even know who it was. Why? Because you're using all titles. Glory to God. So the daughter of the father and mother, what is that? Titles. The daughter of the father and mother wish to announce their engagement and prenuptials and all that sort of thing to the son of the father and the mother could be anybody in the world unless of course you looked up at the top left hand corner and you saw an address and you happened to know that family and then when you saw the daughter of the father and mother you knowing who lived in that certain house you'd know who they were so when you read that, you would be able to read... <laughs> You would be able to read it and say, well, it's not just a daughter, but it is Mary, which is the son of John and Elizabeth or whoever more, because you knew who the letter come from by the address of where it come from. So when you read it, you knew the name. This is why when the apostles go down and start baptizing, you never find one place in the Bible or one speck of history for hundreds of years where they ever use those words of Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Why? They knew the address. Oh, hallelujah. They knew the address of where the letter come from. They knew the name. They knew the Father. They knew the Son. They knew the Holy Ghost. This is the way God started his church. And this is the way he'll end it. I don't care how many heathen preachers come in this message and try to warp us and tell us they're two lords. We shouldn't be surprised if Satan comes back. Don't you understand why? This truth must be attacked after we've been restored. It's not just a mystery that we have to be restored after the restoration comes and our faith must be attacked after the restoration to prove that we're locked out original church walls. Amen. We're not gonna go on the rapture just at the phase of restoration. There must be a time that Satan will be allowed to attack the restored truth. No wonder predestination will be attacked. Election will be attacked. The baptism of the Holy Ghost will be attacked. The supernatural power of God will be attacked. Everything we've been restored back to the devil will be allowed to attack it. And when he attacks it, we'll stand there and counter attack.
1: Hallelujah,
0: hallelujah. He'll say you can't do it and we we'll say out of our way. We are doing it. Now you, know, you can imagine at a wedding, what if I adapt this theory? For the next, oh, 10, 15 years, how many ever weddings I do, at the end of it, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the husband and the wife. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, well, why wouldn't it be, Jerry? I'm telling the truth. Would any of you that just got recently married, would you like that introduction? Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the husband and the wife. What's the matter, saints? They are husband and wife, right? I just solemnized the wedding, right? They said the vows before you and God and all that. You mean y'all would want a name? Y'all would want Mr. and Mrs.? You mean y'all expect me to stand there and call a woman? You expect me to stand there and call a woman after a man's name? Ladies and gentlemen, I gladly present to you Mr. and Mrs. Leroy Alfonso III. And there stands a man and a woman, and you all clap, and they smile and run down the aisle. Why?
1: She has just
0: taken on the name of her husband. She has been identified with the name she don't want the title husband she don't want the title the son of the son of the grandson the grandson she wants that name called over her oh so does the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ don't give me a title don't give me an insinuation give me a name the all-powerful name of Jesus So the focus of Jesus' command was single name. Not titles. Father, Son, Holy Ghost are titles. Father is a title meaning let me read this to you a male parent. Son is a title meaning male child. Holy Ghost is describing the purity of God's spirit. None of these are God's name. Psalms 54, one says, save me, O God, by thy name, not by thy titles. Acts 7, 59, they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, Oh my goodness! Said Jesus, "Owners in the first century, huh? No, they wasn't Jesus' owners. There's one God, but Revelation. Amen. So here is Stephen, Hayes Just a few days after the Lord has gone away, and he's calling upon God and addressing him as Lord Jesus.
2: <laughs>
0: this is the church. This is the church that Jesus calls as His own." Now, he didn't say the father of the son of the son of the father of the grandson of the uncle of the so-and-so, but he said, oh, God, I call upon God, Lord Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Notice in St. John 17 6, Jesus said, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Verse 26, I have declared unto them thy name and will declare it. And what name was that? Thy name, Glory. Show me where Jesus ever said the name of Jehovah in the New Testament. Show me where Jesus ever said Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Diskanu, Jehovah Rapha. Show me where Jesus said any of those. He manifested the name of God by wearing it and displaying it. It was part of his inheritance. First, do you understand? The human name of God is Jesus. I have declared it unto them thy name And will declare it That the love Now this is the reason why the declaration of the name of God Is necessary to bring about an invisible union That the love wherewith thou hast loved me May be in them and I in them By the declaration of the name of God So when do we know That though it's more than just repeating a bunch of words Notice this Now Paul identifies the same thing That Jesus received a name by inheritance Hebrews 1.4 Being made so much better than the angels as he obtained, notice now, an inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. So what name did Jesus obtain? Jesus. Amen. Amen. Acts 2.36 Therefore let all the house of Israel know surely that God has made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified both Lord and Christ. The angel did not tell Mary his name shall be called Lord Jesus Christ. You will not find the four gospels identifying him as Lord Jesus Christ. This could only come in the book of Acts. You see, because it was in the church that the full manifestation of the name come into view. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John couldn't write about Lord Jesus Christ because the full name must be birthed. Where is it at? In the book of Acts. What was it? The church. It was, oh Lord, in the church. It is the church, the wife that is singing the name of God. Remember, friend, this is not the time of the church age. The church age did not begin until 53 A.D. So they had a slot of about 20 years, something like that, when they were under the full manifestation of the word of God. Don't you understand? Brother Brown did not come to restore us back to the Ephesian church age. He come to restore us back to the original grain word. The alpha bride in the beginning is the omega bride in the end. <laughs> Amen. Before it church age, what was it? Alpha time, bride time, a morning light. It was the manifestation of the Godhead in bride form. That's what we're being restored back to right now, apart from human government, apart from bishops and popes. What a revelation from Peter. From God through Peter's mouth God has made this same Jesus Whom you have crucified Both Father and Holy Ghost our Lord and Christ Why didn't Jesus use five titles? Father, Son, Holy Ghost Lily of the Valley Bright in the Morning Star That would not reflect the fullness of the Godhead And the deity form It's revealed in three great attributes Just like you are so it was father, the invisible Son, the human creation of God Coming down, condensing Into something that could take the penalty of death Upon himself, and then Holy Spirit Holy Ghost, which is what? The holy impartation of God's own spirit Into a human life In a portion that you and I can receive it Don't you understand the grace of God If you receive him, the Holy Ghost It's an act of the condescension of God Can you imagine God putting the fullness Of the Holy Ghost in one of us? We'd go start raving mad We'd bust wide open Lord and mercy would be splintered from here to kingdom come so God gives you your little portion of the Holy Spirit hallelujah God gives you that portion of the Holy Ghost which seals your soul unto the day of redemption you're married to him you're birthed by him you're united hallelujah and you are baptized in his name naturally by water and you're also immersed into the very character of his name the Lord Jesus Christ Father Son Holy Ghost Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what should we do? Now Peter, be careful, buddy. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, be baptized every one of you. How can he say this? When the Lord Jesus said, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. He had the address. He knew who the daughter and the mother and the father and the son was. He knew all. Do you honestly think he would stand up there and directly give disobedience to the Word of God and go the exact opposite? He's not putting your name here. He's putting his name there.
1: (laughs) Repent
0: and be baptized every one of you, not just Jews. But every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and them that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call in happy valley, said. Amen. Amen, because that's us. And yet you look again, Matthew 28 19. Go ye therefore and teach on nations, baptizing them in the name not names. In the name. Matthew 28 19 was never intended to be a formula. Neither was it meant to support Trinitarian doctrine. If there's three gods in the New Testament, there's got to be three in the Old. Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. said it over and over again is there any gods beside me I know of none so if you know of any you're smarter than he was (laughs) who made the heavens outside of me he said there is no God there is no trinity there is no manifestation it's burst right out of the pits of hell (laughs) I'm talking about the church Oh, but Brother Donnie, I know a Baptist theologian and I know a Church of God. Oh, you named them well, Baptist theologian. That's what they are, Baptist theologians. I'm talking about sons of God. I ain't talking about bastard born men that's born out of some organized system somewhere. You ain't even got no righteous center prayer. You ain't got no GED. You ain't, didn't even graduate from high school. I didn't. I ain't got no GED. I didn't graduate from high school. I ain't got no degrees. I, I got a, a GOD. Does that count? So when people come up, they want to go to heaven and they repent and they're going to be baptized and their message theologian or Baptist theologian, whatever it is, will stand up there and tell them, you know, you got to be baptized in water. Okay, well, so how do I do that? Well, Jesus said, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And then they go baptize them and do exactly the opposite of what Jesus said. Because they say them words. Which ain't what Jesus said. Remember your name here. Can't you understand one of the first revelations that most of us come to when we begin to understand this message, if we was baptizing titles, one of the first things happened to us. What? We took on his name. (laughs) Why? It's the gate It's the entrance Notice, now let's see what the name of the father is John 5.43 I come in my father's name So did I Naturally and spiritually My father's name was Donald Lee Reagan. And I beats a junior, so I beats Donna Lee Reagan Jr. Now, no matter how much I try to say, I don't want to be a Reagan. I want to be a ball. I'd rather be a Bab. That's just a cool name. Be a Bab. I'd rather be a Bab, or I, I, I'd i rather be a Hera maybe, or you know, or something else, uh, uh, Reagan, you know, it's not a very common name, I, I don't want to be Reagan, it makes no difference how much I go before a judge and make the explanation, I'm still in my father's name, Amen. now I didn't ask for that, my father gave it to me because he sired me, well praise the Lord, Amen. Jesus come in his father's name, and he said, you receive me not, if another come in his own name, him you will receive. So what was the father's name? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Right. Children, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to have five degrees in genealogy. Yeah. Right. 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 My father's name was Reagan. Right. My name is, right. thank you. Right. I give you an A for participation. So Jesus, when they called him Jesus, they was calling him by the Father's name. So the name of the Father was Jesus. The name of the Son, Matthew 121, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name after his Father, which is Jesus, that's the Father's name. Jesus says in St. John 14, 26, Jesus said the comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. my name, he shall teach you all things. So we got the name of the Father being Jesus, the name of the Son being Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost being Jesus. So emphatically, the name is Jesus. <laughs> Luke 24, 47, that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And that does not mean saying Christ all the time. Christ this, Christ that, Christ this. Oh no, that's totally wrong. I said that's totally wrong. Christ is Christos, which is Messiah. That's not his name alone. God has made this same Jesus, the name, both Lord and anointed Messiah. Christos is the position by which was merged into his name. The Father's name is not Christ. The Father's name is Jesus. The name of the Holy Ghost is Christos. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I do hope for their sake there aren't no Trinitarian here tonight, poor old things. They'll probably go into heart spasms before this service is over. So in obedience to the Lord Jesus, then on the day of Pentecost, whenever Peter watches out, and I notice they receive the Holy Ghost and they go straight out with a message. Careful, Be be careful, Peter, what are you gonna say? They're gonna put you on the spot. He didn't stutter and stand and say, let me write headquarters. Oh, let me call the Pope here and say, Holy Father, oh, how should I say this? What should I say? He had the envelope. He had the address. He'd just been licked by the pillar of fire oh there was no question in his mind what should I say how should I say it so I should, I, should I say what the teller said or do what the teller said should I obey what the teller said or write your name here on the bottom and he said repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ because he's the bank owner Amen. he's the one that provided the funds and if you get anything from God it comes through the name of Jesus Amen. Woo. Acts chapter 8 verse 14 Now when the apostles which were Jerusalem Heard that Samaria had received the word of God They sent unto them Peter and John Whom when they were come down prayed for them That they might receive the Holy Ghost For as yet he was fallen on none of them Only they were baptized yes, sir. Yes. In the name of the Lord Jesus under whose teaching? The apostles. Amen. Amen. Out from under the teller himself. Amen. You mean, they, Brother Tony, how could they do that and not feel bad? They'd have felt bad doing it any other way. They knew the name. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Woo! To the Gentiles at Cornelius house, Acts ten forty-eight. He commanded them to be baptized. In the name of the Lord. Then prayed them to tarry certain days. To the church at Corinth, Paul asked them this question. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul, indicating that the Corinthian Christians were baptized in the name of Jesus? Well, praise God. Acts 19.3, and he said unto them, then what were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. And he said, then said Paul, John, fairly baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people, they should believe on him which should come after that is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized. I challenge any individual in this building tonight, stand to your feet right now. And show me one scripture where anyone was baptized in the Bible using the titles Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Stand to your feet, please. It's not there. But by the time millions of people believe it, I don't care what they believe. This is the road map. This is the way right here, friends. This is what the church believed. And this is what the church in the last day will believe again. Well, praise Whew. Well, now let's go beyond the scripture a little bit. And let's look into history, shall we? Dictionary of the Bible by James Hastings, 13th edition, volume 1, page 241. The original form of words was into the name of Jesus Christ or Lord Jesus. Baptized into the, baptism into the Trinity was a later development.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Later development, uh uh-huh. What for? To take away the name of the bridegroom. So the church would start marrying up into the Pergamus age, under a bunch of titles, which proves she is married to a heathen God. Cain's Encyclopedia, page 53. The only church always baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus until the development of the Trinity. Afterward, they were baptized in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. There was no such a thing as Trinity in the New Testament. There was no such a thing as Trinity in the Old Testament. There was no such a thing as a belief in the Trinity in the Alpha Bride, and there ain't one in the Omega Bride. Neither is there a Tunis. Friends, you understand there's some of these knotheads around the message standing in the pulpit claiming to be called preachers that say Jesus ain't even God. Claim to be message preachers. They're not even going to have a right to even claim to be a message believer, much less a preacher. The prophet of God said if he wasn't God, we're deceived and lost. Oh, blah, 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 Donnie, this great theologian, I don't care who it was. If it's the devil himself, I'll stand right in his face and call him a liar. Hallelujah. Jesus ain't the second in the Godhead. He was the Godhead. New Catholic Encyclopedia, 1977 edition, volume 13, page 1012. The first use of the Latin word trinitus, trinity with reference to God is found in Tertullian's writings about 213 A.D. This is from Mama herself. So it wasn't from Peter ninety six AD or John ninety six AD or James sixty five AD or the Galatian letter in sixty four AD or first and second Corinthians first in sixty three AD and then the other in sixty seven AD. It was not that why they didn't believe in such nonsense. Amen. Praise God. Now notice now, we move from that span of 20 years until we move up to 53 A.D. Then we move into the church age. And the message to the Ephesian church age was a message of rebuke. You've left your first love. Repent. Go back. That's why Brother Branham did not come to restore us to the Ephesian church age. He come to restore us to that period of years prior to the beginning of the church age. If you can only understand it It's a repeat in the end The eighth turns back To the seventh It's right back To the first day again There's no eight days In the week What's it do It reverts right back To the first day again What is the bride age A lot of the brothers Are on the message Trying to make the bride age A no, a total separate age From Laodicea All the bride is, Friends simply put It's a space of time Right at the end Of the Laodicean age When she will go back To being a bride The way she was In the beginning That's all it is It's not another age It's not another time frame And we need another Another messenger and another prophet that's a bunch of nonsense it's the bride going back to being what she was at the beginning hallelujah that she's come out from under laodicea and all of its nonsense and all of this worldlyism. she is a bride manifesting the living word there's your bride age Wake up, devil, I ain't done yet. Don't you pass that on me. I want to read this to you from your wife's encyclopedia. I want to let you know your hide's exposed. The first use of the Latin word trinitas, trinity, was reference to God. Is found in Tertullian's writings about 213 AD. He was the first to use the term persons, plural, in a Trinitarian context. Not Paul, not Peter, not James, not John, not Bartholomew, not Luke. Come on, preach, children. Encyclopedia America, Americana, 1957 edition, volume 27, page 69. The word Trinity is not in Scripture. The term persons plural is not applied in Scripture to the Trinity. No. World Book Encyclopedia, 1984 edition, volume T, page 363. Belief in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost was first defined by the earliest general council of churches. This was the first council of Nicaea in 325 A.D. Can't you see why we needed a restoration back to the first day? Can't you see why we didn't need another theologian? A theologian would all baptize us again in titles. Another, all oh, my, reformer would have left us in the same old thing again. But God said, I will restore, saith the Lord. And what's he gonna use? Elijah. Yeah. Notice, Britannica Encyclopedia, 11th edition, volume three. Page 365 and 366. The triune and Trinitarian formula was not used into the beginning and up to the third century. Baptism in the name of Christ only was right, widespread. Baptismal formula changed by the Roman Catholic Church. Now the formula of Rome is I baptize thee in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Ghost. And what are they doing? Repeating word for word. The words of the bank owner. You understand. <laughs> so they're repeating it. and Peter obeyed it. But they're saying two things. Look, I can baptize anybody here tonight that wants to be baptized and I can go right in that water. I can read or quote to you Matthew 28, 19 and fulfill it by saying, I baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if I do it right, you'll get the money. False prophets produce false births. Can't you see why we wasn't really born of the word as long as we baptized under them titles? We had to be born under the name of the husband. Glory to God, hallelujah. We had to be born under the name of the husband. That's why we gotta find out who he is. You don't know who your husband is. You gotta find out what part you are of him. But if you think there's three, you're not sure if you're married to God or the son or the Holy Ghost, but when you find out these three are one, then you realize who your husband is and you can find your place. Can I go on a little bit more? New International Encyclopedia, volume 22, page 476, the Trinity doctrine, the Catholic faith of this, we worship one in Trinity. But there is one person of the Father, another of the Son, another of the Holy Ghost. They glory equal the majesty co-eternal. The doctrine is not found in its fully developed form in the scriptures. Modern theology does not seek to find it in the Old Testament. At the time of the Reformation, the Protestant church took over the doctrine of the Trinity without serious examination. You understand, this is the way Luther believed. Amen. It's the way John Wesley believed. Amen. Calvin, Knox, many of them believed the same thing. Amen. But God sent Elijah on the earth. Amen. And like his predecessor before, when he walked up on top of a mountain, And prophets of Baal have been up there jumping and shouting and carrying on, built their altars. He said, hey, cry a little louder. Maybe he's down at the beach. Maybe he's down at Dollywood for the weekend. Maybe he's over here over there. Boy, hear this prophet begin to taunt them. They begin to jump up on the altar and take rocks and cut themselves. Why, he done had a vision from the Lord Amen. It's all right. Y'all have had enough time. Now it's my turn. You know what he done? He didn't go in there and build his altar on top of theirs, but he tore theirs completely down, annihilated it, got it out of the way, and then he started with rocks. He started with some rocks, which are revelations, and he laid them revelations all around according to the foundation principles of the God of Israel. Then he began to lay the wood in order and he poured the water and he done the sacrifice and he gets down and said Lord God all of this have I done according to your command now let the fire fire message built upon Trinitarianism two Lordism Pentecostalism of this and that Elijah had to rip it out he had to tear down all that stuff and go right back to Genesis 1 praise Praise be to God I wish I was about 32 instead of 62 probably a good thing I ain't (laughs) Encyclopedia International, 1982 edition, volume 18, page 226. The doctrine of the Trinity did not form part of the Apostles' preaching. Good enough for me. As this is reported in the New Testament, International Standard Bible Encyclopedia, volume 1, page 396. No record of the Trinitarian formula can be dis- discovered in the Acts or the Epistles of the Apostles. Yes. Amen. So what am I going to sign whenever the teller asks me? Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's why when I lay hands on the sick... I don't say, in the name of William Radham, in the name of this great preacher in the message, or in my name, or in the name of emotion, or in the name of whatever more. No. If I'm gonna pray and get all wore out and sweat, I'm gonna use the right formula. Hey, I mean, you folks, I'm taking that you're, you're wanting money, help, you're wanting money, right? You're coming to the bank tonight, you're wanting help, you're wanting healing, you're wanting deliverance, you're wanting peace, right? So when you come up here, I'm not going to waste your time and beat around the bush and say, Your name here, your name here. Let's let's, let's not do that. Let's get what we need. So how's it going to come for there's not another name given whereby men must be saved but the name of Jesus. Whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you baptize, baptize in Jesus' name. If you cast out devils, cast out devils in Jesus' name. Praise God. Let's stand. (laughs) Acts 1, the former treatise I have written, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after that. He, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments. Commandments. Unto the apostles whom he had chosen. What professor? What Bible school teacher is going to challenge the commandments given to the apostles? He's a man with less intelligence than I have which ain't much, but I got enough to believe what God said. Look, friends, these are not suggestions. These are not ideologies. These are commandments to the apostles. Acts 2.41, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine verse 43 and fear came on every soul and many wonders and signs are done by the apostles 2nd Peter 3 1 the second epistle beloved I now write unto you in both in which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance that you be mine for the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us the apostles of our Lord and Savior Do you understand the Apostolic Doctrine or the Commandments of the New Testament? They're not to be debated. They are not to be argued, no more than the Ten Commandments were in the Old Testament. This is what your Bible says. Jude 17. Beloved, remember the words which are spoken before of the Apostles. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. And remember Jude. Which he never mentions it. But he was a foster half brother. Of the Lord Jesus. Boy if that had been some of the message preachers. had been on every title. Every book they printed. It would be half brother of the Lord Jesus. Half brother of the Lord Jesus. That's not true apostolic men. That's kingdom builders. Jude never even says nothing about it. Oh, you say them, oh, apostles, we don't need them. They're past, are they? Really? Man, I wish somebody let Jesus know it. Man, alive. He's done one up there in heaven and wrote their names in the foundation of the city. Now it's too late. Wow, now they've got to live without an eternity with them apostles. Revelation twenty-one fourteen. the wall of the city had 12 foundations. And in them, named, the names. The names. Of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Now, whether or not you message folks like it, Brother Branham's name wasn't there. Neither was Joseph, neither was Billy Paul, neither was Donnie Reagan or Terry Horn. Why? Because God built the city in a mirror reflection of the church. The city being built in heaven mirror reflects the church being built on the earth. And what was the true church of the living God built on? The foundation of the apostles. And what's your future home built on? What's the very name? There's 12 foundations. What's the name of those foundations going to be? The very same apostles that we teach tonight. Praise be to God. Oh, praise God. Aren't you glad you're part of this church? Not Happy Valley. No, no, no. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. God bless you. Let's bow it together. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you tonight for your word, Lord. Oh, Jesus, I've been so wanting to bring this, dear God. I've just been so excited for weeks. Lord, just in the last several days, I've been like a bomb about to explode, just wanting to bring it. Thank you for it, Lord. I know to many of us it's things that we've heard before, but I guarantee you from the looks on their face, they they heard it said tonight in a little way than they'd ever thought of it or looked at it. Because that's the way you do. That's the way you do your word. We can hear your word and read the same Bible and every time we pick it up, it's a new book. That's the way the prophet said it was to him. A new book. You just open things that he'd never even noticed before. Because it's an eternal word. Thank you tonight, Lord Jesus. We love you with all of our hearts. We thank you for your power. We thank you for that mighty name. Hallelujah. You're a way maker. You're a promise keeper. You're not no secretary up in heaven, you're the mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the Old Testament, God said He was the first and the last. In the New Testament, you said you were. So there's either two firsts and two last, or you're the same one. You're the same one that said it in the Old, you're the same one saying it in the New. You was the same one that said it in the days of Paul, you're the same one saying it today. I am the first and the last, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Praise God. Well, if he was the Alpha and the Omega, it must mean that he was married to the Alpha bride and he's married to the Omega bride. So it's Mr. and Miss Alpha and Mr. and Miss Omega. Beginning of the alphabet, the ending of the alphabet. We are the Amen. We are the crescendo of the seven church ages being consummated with the Alpha type ministry reflected right back in the Omega. Thank you for it, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, it can't be much longer, Lord. We see the world going the way she is, the condition of time. Father, help us to be ready, Lord. We love you with all of our hearts, dear God. We worship you tonight, Jesus. We're so glad to have a church sitting up on the hill, Lord, that if Peter would be able to raise from the dead, hallelujah, and be able to walk here among us on a Wednesday night, he'd nearly shout the house down hearing the same word preached that they preached years ago. Thank you, Father. All over the world, you're doing it, you're accomplishing it because you said you would. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you tonight, Father. Hey, let's just sing that song you are singing before. Promise Keeper, Way Maker. What a powerful God he is. What a powerful name he's given to us. Aren't you glad you know it? Oh, maybe some of you was raised in a church where they baptized you when you was a child in the name of Jesus. And you don't know how to appreciate it. But I'm going to tell you, probably most of you, if you were apostolic or Pentecostal, you did not even understand it clearly then, the way this message brings the clarity. Did you, Brother Terry, you was Pentecostal baptized there? Did you understand it? No. There's a clarity that comes with this message like none other. What is it? It's Elijah restoring our hearts back to the original faith. That's why we can call on God saying, Lord Jesus. And we don't worry about the Father getting jealous or the Holy Ghost getting jealous because we know they are one. Praise God. Let's worship Him just a little. I know you got work tomorrow and you got kids tomorrow. Hey, who knows? There may not be here tomorrow. This might be your last night of being a mortal on the earth. But, Brother Donnie, I got school tomorrow. Are you sure? I got work. Are you sure? You might have the rapture tomorrow, friends. One, he says it's going to be that common. It'll be that common to where you just go right up, you get up, you'll pack your lunch, you do whatever more. And all of a sudden in your bathroom or your bedroom, you'll see your mama, your daddy, Brother Branham, who knows what it'll be. And you know it won't be long. You're going to be changed. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. Let's just worship him for a few minutes before we go. Brother Louie brought me out early. I got started early. I talked fast. You listen fast. We said amen fast. We're done fast. Praise God. <laughs> it's just 20, 25 to 9. So let's just... Worship a little bit before we go. That's right, Brother Jay, we got plenty of time. Praise God.
1: You
2: Thank you, Jesus. Are here. Thank you, Jesus. Moving in our
1: midst.
2: I worship you. I worship you. Lord Jesus. You are here. Working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. Oh, way make, miracle work, promise keep, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Oh, way make. Miracle work, promise keep, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart, I worship you, I worship you worship you. You are here, healing out every heart. I worship you, I worship you, because you are way
0: He's going to have surgery again tomorrow. Yes. We're a serious situation. Yes. Hallelujah, God. Lord Jesus, is where the gene sends in tonight, dear God. Lord, I know they took their laptop to the office, to the hospital tonight to be able to stream the service. Lord God we call by the Burt's name. We speak the powerful name of the Lord Jesus. May the presence of God go right there into the room where he is Lord. The doctors have done what they know to do and then tomorrow Lord the procedures are going to make. But Father we call the name that's above every name. Hallelujah. But you be with our brother Lord. May the spirit of God move for him I pray tonight Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
2: You are God alone from before time began. You are on your throne. You are God alone. And right now Yes. We're a
0: just a sneak preview he chose to reveal himself in seven church ages chose his reflection of grace to be revealed in seven mercy seats he's on the last one now the seventh mercy seat is in view what is it the message of the seventh angel where God is gathering, where the cherubims
1: are overshadowed.
0: You have found mercy, Fred. I'm not talking about mercy to be saved. The church found that. You have found a higher form of mercy, Enoch. You're not just going to be saved. You're going to be spared from death. How? So the mercy seat. The mercy seat. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Let's just raise our hands just before we go. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, we love you so much tonight. Thank you for this service. Thank you for the visitation of your presence, Lord. Now, Fathers, we dismiss. We pray you'd go with us. Watch over us. Keep us by your grace. Lord God, bring us back here this weekend. If it'd be pleasing to you. We believe you have more to speak to us from your word. Help us, I pray, Lord. Minister to every need, every heart, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that our hearts have been restored back to the original faith. Thank you, Lord God. As I read through these encyclopedias, these historical references, one after another, after another. And I think at one time I was there. At one time I was blind. I was a Trinitarian baptizing titles. Oh, I would have fought for it. I would have stood up for it because I felt like it was right. But praise God. The light came off the seventh mercy seat. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And it penetrated the darkness that was in my heart. It was a little representation of God there. And it gave birth to that seat. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you tonight, Lord God. We worship you with all of our hearts. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go with us now, Lord. Bring us back at the appointed time, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Ain't it been good to be back in Jerusalem? Can you you believe it? This is the kind of services that they had in Jerusalem. Bethlehem, Galatia, Corinth, Thessalonica. They wouldn't have had the carpet and electricity and all that. But they'd been standing up preaching the name of Jesus, casting out devils in the name of Jesus, preaching the oneness of the Godhead. Imagine how blessed we are. Imagine after 2,000 years, the doctrine of the apostles. I ain't talking about UPC. I ain't talking about UPC. They made just an organization, just another man-made deal. This is not the repeat of the UPC. Amen. This is the UP up. Yes. Not UPC. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank God, of course, friends. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Turn and shake some hands with somebody before you go. Love you so much. Appreciate you with all my heart. They were in the upper chamber. Oh, thank God they were in the upper chamber. of
1: God were stirred.